Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to an episode of iHeartGeek. Um, so we're doing the Batman today. That's the reason why it's only me and Skeeter here today. Because, um, well, we wanted to get it done before it got to be old news. And yeah, we have a cast of millions. So um, it's just easier just to get a couple of us on here and to run through the brilliance we're going to call the Batman. Skeeter, how are you doing today? And right off the top, what was your first reaction to the Batman? Oh, wow. So I am awesome. Um, It's Friday. It's 930 at night, wherever you are. uh, It's 930 here. But uh, awesome. Um, Couldn't think of a better place to be and a better movie to talk about. I literally sat down and immediately when the voiceover came in, Mm -hmm. I melted into my seat. Oh yeah, I knew this was going to be something, something to to just keep me there for three hours. Mm-hmm. Now, and I, let, let me say this, and I don't know how you felt going into it, but I know I was not looking forward to seeing this whatsoever. I feel like we have Batman fatigue. We've seen too many Batman movies. We've seen too many Batmen. Uh, we've seen the this. Yeah, it's after Batman eighty nine. Let's be honest. I mean, there's been some good and good and some bad, but nothing's been quite up to the level that I got as excited as this movie. This I, I'm I, I I'm not too proud to say this is my number two pick of Batman's ever. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, and, and as a DC guy, I don't. I said I don't ever want to see another Batman movie again because I think we've seen enough. This this was this was something special. It, it, it was something very special. Um, every, I mean, from from start to midpoint to I mean, we could have taken a twenty minute break in the middle. Oh, they should have <laughs> refill popcorn, get drinks, take a breath, and yeah. come back and not lost a beat. Okay, it was that good. So now let, let me put this out there: if you haven't watched the Batman, you probably. There's nothing in this, I think, that would be, quote, unquote, a spoiler, because there are no spoilers. So you haven't watched it by now. You don't care that much about the spoilers. Right. That's so we're going to kind of let it rip. But I think that you can probably listen to this without watching the movie, without it completely spoiling you. So what 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 we kind of wanted to do is this was a fantastic movie. It was not a perfect movie. So we have a lot of pluses and minuses. And we're just going to kind of go through the movie and talk about some of our pluses and minuses on this without overshadowing what you're going to think about the movie, if that makes sense. So let me hit my first negative. Um, And this has already been mentioned, but it feels all of three hours. This could have very easily been cut to two and a half very comfortably. Um, We'll get into what we could have cut as we go a little bit. But it was definitely long. You, it, you're fatigued watching it. Not to say it wasn't great, but three hours is way much. How do you feel about the three-hour mark? So, you know, I kind of put it, I, I kind of put it pretty bluntly. You know, um, three hours. 
if it's uh, one ring to rule them all, uh, maybe three hours if there's four other superheroes in the movie. Um, <laughs> but three hours for what we got was scary. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was it was very daunting to say the least. Yeah. Um, but they filled it. I mean, they did. To be honest with you, uh, they they kept the the lull in the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, after the opening scene, obviously, uh, with vengeance, but the after the opening credit or opening scene, we hit the lull and then just immediately just started ramping back towards the top. And to me, it never slowed down. That's- you know, and there is one thing I did want to say. Okay, if you haven't seen this movie because you feel like you're going to walk into a theater and see a sparkly vampire. Oh, yeah, that doesn't exist. And, a, and, and somebody with a really bad speech impediment chasing them around. Don't. Do not take that. This movie, like, it's not that at all. At all. I thought that going in and got my butt whooped. So just, yeah. just yeah. putting that out there. So with you saying that, I want to hit um, my first big plus and my first big minus. Pattinson as Batman. I don't think there's been a better one. That includes Keaton. He, as a Batman, absolutely stunningly perfect. He understood the part. Honestly, I feel like it is the Batman that Affleck was trying to do. Yes. And didn't and because of the support and everything that went on, this was the Detective Comics Batman. This is, you know, if, if you're a big DC fan, you know, Detective Comics versus the Batman is two different worlds. And we get actually this is the first time we've gotten a detective Batman. It's always been glossed over. This it's it's a you know, they found the clues and I, I'm not going to give away how they did a lot of the recording and stuff, but because it, it was really cool, I'll let you guys be surprised with that. But that's part of that detective work, and it's you know it's, it was glossed over a little bit in, in the in the Keaton Batman, and then they kind of forgot about it for the rest of the Batman movies. The detective, I think, is such an important part to who Batman is as a Batman. Now. So, and then my first negative is Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. This one, this gets to tear everybody I've talked to. This tears everybody in the middle. Either that you loved it or you hated it. Um, it was a choice. I didn't like it. Um, before I get into that, because I feel like I've been talking for a minute, Skeeter, what are your thoughts on Pattinson as Bruce Wayne? So, I think. You know, I tried to, I spent too much time trying to look at him as, um, as Dark Knight or Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Okay. Or the Dark Nolan Knight verse. Rises. Right. So the, the Nolan verse, like I just, I was looking for that because he was the playboy. He was the billionaire. He was Bruce Wayne. Which I know. think it has to be in my opinion. Pattinson wasn't that, but I'm no. considering age. Yeah. And, you know, where is he at in this course of life? And I have more like things to go towards that, but I, I do agree with, with you, Dub, that he, he just wasn't, he wasn't that billionaire playboy. 
yeah. that, that we've yeah. gotten so much of. Well, as the character is in every every comic rendition we've ever seen, he's closer to um I didn't actually think of this till right now. He's closer to a Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond than a Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, he's very emo grunge, Nirvana-esque, um, depressed. And Bruce Wayne, I don't believe, can ever show that. He always has a smile on his face. The only time he ever is serious and grungy or whatever is when he's Batman. Yeah. And yes, Pattinson did a great job of playing the character separately. I just don't think that was the right choice. And I think that was a Matt Reeves choice, honestly. I don't know that it was him. Um, I don't know. I didn't like that. something that really got under my skin a lot. Yeah. And I think Matt Reeves plays it that way. I think he plays a lot of things that way uh, with regard to, you know, the whole, I mean, anything that he's done. Yeah. You know, he pays attention to detail very well. But he adds his own flair, which yeah. is, you know what? He did it. He did it well. Absolutely. So. Okay. So now let, let's hit right off. Um, the first thing that hit me in this movie within the first two seconds was the soundtrack. It's not the um, it's not the Elfman version of this of the music. Um, it's it it's all based on a theme, and that theme is um, something in the way by Nirvana. The whole movie is based on that song. And literally, they play the song. So, I mean, and that kind of gets shows you the kind of mood you're going to get in this movie. Oh, it's so dark. Honestly, I didn't feel like the lighting was as dark as even the Nolan verse. So I don't know what everybody's complaining about with that. But as far as a mood, all that, you know, that B minor key signature, it's going through the whole thing. But I thought it was absolutely beautiful. And when Batman's Batman, I don't know if you heard it too. Um, I'm not the only one that heard it. Bly's heard it as well. It sounds like an unfinished version of the Imperial March. When you, whenever you see Batman. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. And then yep. it doesn't give That's, you the rest. I did the same thing. I did the same thing in the theater. Griffin's like, stop. I was like, dude. <laughs> It's it. That's it. It is. It is. Which is actually fun. Um, Another big plus on this. They didn't give us another tired origin story. If you don't know Batman's origin story by now, um, you never will. So just stop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a definite plus. Um, Before I go on with any more of mine, do you have any pluses or minuses you want to throw in real quick? So, yeah, I have a few. so I'm going to my notes here. Um, so pluses the writing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the writing in this was phenomenal. Um, it you know we got uh, what was it um, Halloween? Did we get? Uh, well, hold on. Just our- we got a guest coming in right now. Maybe he'll uh, huh? help us out here. One. Oh, pop and, and and here comes griffin so just like the dark knight himself has to jump in in the middle of the of the of the show itself so skeeter this is griffin by the way if you if y'all didn't catch up on that one so skeeter finish up what you were talking about on this so 
I just think, um, so my, my pluses were definitely writing. Uh, we talked about it. Pattinson as young Bruce, um, connecting okay. with the mayor's. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Connecting with the mayor's son. Um, we saw that kind of that glint in his eye when he looked at the mayor's son, which I thought yeah. was pretty powerful. Um, the relationship with Gordon, um, as always, they kept to the story. I thought that was cool. Hey, well, before we go on there, let's talk about the the um, Gordon choice. Um, without having to beat anybody over the head, we know what was different about this Gordon, but I thought he played it very well. Griffin, what was your thoughts on this Gordon? He's my favorite. Really? I would. Okay, so. I felt like J.K. Simmons in the Snyderverse didn't get his chance. I really would have liked to see his because he had that, like, even though those movies weren't really, like, noir style and stuff, yeah. he gave off that that vibe. But I will say that I loved Gordon in this movie, and he is my favorite. Uh, I love the banter between him and Batman. How not every oh i'm gonna disappear like that man that's okay um, not every um conversation they have has to end with him disappearing or anything like Thank that you. yes so like they can just have a conversation like it really reminded me of the animated series and how they just were like they were accomplices but they were like they're friends and they trust they like they trust each other Enough to like, not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot like the um the comic uh, Dark Knight Rises. That version of Gordon is so. I mean, they they bypassed a lot of steps to get there, but that was what I like. I like that. That's where I like it. Or the Christmas episode of Batman the Animated Series when they meet up in the in the um cafe once once a year and they just talk. That's what we got on that, and I loved that. Um, yeah, what we're yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you something. Did you like the movie? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I absolutely love right, this movie. <laughs> so oh. I, I really think like, and just to kind of wrap up my my pluses, um, I I liked uh, I liked how they they built this angry. Uh, the story to basically anger Bruce Wayne uh, and the Batman character yeah. with the Falcone, uh, the Falcone, uh, you know, Wayne story, how there was kind of this, this dirty side, this dark side to everybody. And I like how that kind of brought out more. Did but you like that? I, I, I liked because where did it come from? I I, say, I liked it. I just didn't like it at the end when the when it comes out. I, we're not going to give away what comes out. I didn't like that reveal. It it took me back to it took me back to Telltale. Okay, that's this fair. This was Telltale in a movie, and it worked for that portion. Yeah, but the thing that I just couldn't get past, and I I think it was. I think this was probably my least favorite part um, of the writing, and it didn't need to be there. Was Catwoman as Falcone's daughter? 
Like I, I didn't. Okay, need that. that is one of my one of my negatives. Let, let's hit that for a second. I hated that because first off, the story felt convoluted on that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, it comes straight. I'm not giving spoilers because that comes pretty much straight off. Yes, that's my dad. Okay, and there's hints that she he knows the whole time because that's why she lets her in the club. Why he has a special relationship with her, but then. It turns out he didn't know at all that that was that's his daughter. It felt shoehorned in, and they could have cut out forty five minutes out of the the three hours if they would have cut that scene that story out. It was dumb, and Catwoman didn't need it to go forward. She had plenty of meat to chew on without that. I thought that was ridiculous. Griffin, what's your thoughts on the Catwoman Falcon thing? Um, I do agree that there was that there was the switch up at the end. I didn't have a problem with it at all. Um, as far as I felt like it pushed her character and it gave her something to do because she's not yet Catwoman. There, Matt Reeves, the director, has like said that all these villains in the Rogues Gallery they are like proto. I mean, the Riddler is the Riddler now, but like they are proto. Like Oswald's not Penguin, uh, Selena Kyle isn't Catwoman. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, don't know if I agree with that, but I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. They are these characters, but they are like I'm jumping universes here. I don't do this a lot, but like let's look at the MCU's take on Spider-Man. They took all three movies to develop like yeah. to his origin story. We've never seen that done before. It's different. Not a lot of people like it, but I mean, I I like it. I like it's different, but this, like it gave me an, an interest in her character because I was like, Oh, they're actually giving her something to do. Yeah. You know, I I, I get that. Catwoman. Oh, she was terrible. She was just. Oh, it was, it was, it was (laughs) awful. I loved this Catwoman. However, don't give me don't give me all leather cat suit and not the mask. I don't know why that irritated me, but I'm like, you know what? I mean, this is I loved it. Up all the I mean, up to the nines with the because leather the, from the neck yeah. down and then the the torn up beanie for the mask. I'm like I love it. Mm. And, and yes, she, she's trying to be the Pfeiffer. Catwoman, who was fantastic, but that was an issue for me. You liked it? I like it because Matt is, is you can tell he's developing these characters, and I, I, because we've seen these characters so many, for so many years, and it's nice to see it refreshing. We like, we all know what they're going to look like. We all know where they're going to be, and, um, I love it's such a fresh take. Uh, yeah. Like when I saw the beanie, I was like, "Is that her mask?" Like, and it's just a—it's literally just yeah, a I had, mask. It just it like bothered me. And I was yeah. like, it's, "It's got the little ears," and I—I I thought it was great. I was like, "Oh my, this is it." it that, that I thought it was. I thought it was funny because it was like it reminded me of uh, Batman uh, Mask of the Phantasm, which I watched for the first time. The same before we went to go oh, see. Well, that'll mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, aside from 
the Batman, which is I didn't surprisingly I didn't have a favorite Batman movie hmm. until the Batman until wow, I watched okay. this, this is everything I want. Um, but Jesus to get to the America. Batman part, I I liked it a lot. It it gave her a story. I was actually interested. Um, but what I liked is that they didn't over masculine like or over masculine i don't know how do you say how sexualize over sexualizer well yeah okay they didn't over sexualize in the fact of like oh she's strong so she can oh i see what you're talking about yeah so she, she's like there's no difference between her and batman she i like uh zoe kravitz has said this in a few interviews she said that she catwoman is all about the sleek and the femininity and and like being like the cat yeah strong and being a cat like she's not gonna march around like captain marvel like she's not trying to be a captain america or even batman she's she has her role and she owns it with pride in this movie but she she's not over sec, you know sexualized in a female sense but they're not trying to make her like super masculine like i'm gonna take you all on yeah. she's just like she knows her role and, it and it's a fantastic role yeah yeah i was pleased completely okay. now i want to i want to hit another character that shocked me cuz it is it, it made the favorite of all the batman of anybody and that was, I loved this Alfred. This is taken directly out of, I think, Earth 3, if you've read those books. Um, oh, my God. I, is, he's a, he's a um, secret service. He was a secret service agent before he ended up taking care of Bruce when his parents died. That's kind of what that Earth 3 is. And I love the way this is the guy that can handle Bruce, not some old man who he's going to feel sorry for. This is the one that's going to take, take Bruce when he was growing up, slap him in the face, say, no, you're going to do what I told you to do because, because I'm effectively your father. Now, this is the guy that would do that. The other ones wouldn't. I love this take on, on Alfred Skeeter. What's your, what's your take on this Alfred? Uh, well, the fact that he calls back to his past in the circuits, um, in the, in the one portion made me, it it just brought so many powerful things, you know, um, him, the way he handled Bruce, the way he handled the bat, all of it. Like he just, he, you're, you're absolutely right. He wasn't in the bat cave. All the time. Turning him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, Master Wayne, you you look bruised again. Whatever, you know, like it just wasn't that. It was like, look, dude, quit being a whiny little girl and get your butt up and do something. And like he he made he made the role. I mean, he he Andy Circus did a powerful job and he is different than any of the other different. alfred we've seen yeah as i say the batman 89 is so beloved because it was different and it was the most creative thing and that's what changed the world heath ledger as the joker was something special because he was different and he changed the role i, th- I feel the same way with this alfred and i'm and i'm kind of feeling 
even though it wasn't as creative because it was taking a lot more from the Zoe Kravitz Catwoman, I think as well. Any thoughts on the Alfred character there, Griffin, before we move on? Uh, I knew as soon as uh, Matt Reeves was announced for the director, I knew that that uh, Andy Serkis was going to be Alfred yeah. straight up. Uh, I don't know who who didn't, but yeah, I was like, oh, yep, we're going to get it. And uh, I'm so pleased with it. My favorite Alfred, I it, Andy Serkis is is phenomenal and he did great in the movie people were complaining because he wasn't in it enough there's time there's there's more movies this is the first movie leave it alone um a lot of people hate that it's three hours i love that it's three hours this there's scenes that we didn't need but i'm like you know what there was a lot of scenes we didn't need (laughs) i was like i was like you know what the longer i get to stay in this world like count me in I, i love it but um the the point the point with the alfred my personally my favorite alfred is um the one from gotham um oh yeah because because he he has a lot of the same he was in the secret service and he he's he's that like you know that's my boy as you were talking about yeah he's like bruce is his son like and he is like he is literally like his family and this is an unpopular opinion, but I don't care for Michael Caine as Alfred at all. I don't I'm, need the, I'm in the I same boat. The morale speeches or anything. I don't need any of that. Yeah. Um, and he's a great actor, but I'm not in for he's him. He's a as great. Alfred. He's an amazing actor, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I kind of feel the same way as Christian Bale as Batman. I. It's like it's, it's what fine, you don't like that. Oh, that's what that feels like. You don't no, like that, but you know. with 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 andy circus is as alfred he killed it and my favorite part besides the circus i looked at my dad when he said that because that's my dad's favorite comic book is whatever happened to the cape crusader yeah Um, but is the fact that he he mentions clearly that he teaches bruce how to fight yeah and I loved that. I was like, yes, finally, we get a Bruce Wayne who isn't trained by ninjas. Well, I think stuff. he still is later, but he's got those that initial stuff that I think yeah, is important. Like he's finally like just like a brawler. Just, yeah. You know, kind of just goes for it. But I, yeah, I, everything's I, a lot, a lot less Bruce Lee and a lot more yeah. Chuck Norris. I think. Yeah, I think I think he will be in the movies more later down, yeah. down the road, obviously. So now let's talk about another thing that I loved and I wouldn't like this if we're talking established Batman another three to five years down the road, but where they are, this Batmobile excited me. Yeah. Just, it didn't have the cheesy, you know, bat symbols on it. There was no batterings and blah. It was a 1970 Plymouth with the freaking engine put in the back with a freaking turbine Yes, yes, it was, it was great. It's my favorite. <laughs> and we saw the turbine engine like the whole time, and it looked like a big rig motor with a jet engine on it. I was like, okay, this is gonna happen. And then when it lit off, I was like, oh no, oh, yeah. this is gonna be it when right now. The scene leading up to it, it is so great, it's so good because. Like 
you're there, you know, not to spoil anything, but you know, there's characters in the scene and they're kind of sitting there in the tensions building. And then you just hear it turn on, you just hear the roar and it's like, yeah. what? And the lights kick on. And like, I love how it shows that he's so like Pattinson gave so much emotion when he's driving the Batmobile, like, and he steps on the gas and it's like a hinge and it just shows him. It's an extension of him. It was stuff that we saw with this Batmobile. Like everything in this movie feels like a character. Whereas in every other Batman movie, things were cool. The Batmobile is supposed to be cool, but like the Batmobile is a character just like Gotham is itself. Yeah. And this movie straight up, knocked it out of the park with yeah. everything the batmobile was oh so yeah long story short and there's one more thing i want to hit up after this but i gotta say this this you know why people are loving this movie is because there's honestly love for the comic books there is this is the comic book there are there some things they got wrong yes and we're about to talk about one more thing they got wrong but i i feel like there was a love of the comic books and that, to me, is what all the DC moves have been missing. That's what Justice League has been missing. There was no love of the comics. This is, we want to have a spectacle. Ah! You know, we have, we have these properties, and we're going to put them in wherever we can without knowing the character. This, just like we were talking earlier, Detective Batman. This is the first time we've gotten it. Yes! I would like to point out, just 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 because... There's a there's a big um, uproar from people uh, that I would like to say, and I'm I I don't care who hears it, who listens to the show or whatever. I hope they hear it because they know that we have love for Batman seriously. But people have been uh, talking about how this movie is on the fence, and they're saying this movie is having some people uh some critics are saying it's it's having an identity crisis and when i would personally say and the reason why they say that is because they're saying well matt reeves said it's grounded so why are these why are some things like there's some things in this movie that aren't really realistic they're more fantasy and i i'm sitting here and i'm going grounded doesn't always mean real it's Denny O'Neill Batman. It's it doesn't need to be real. If you want a real Batman, go watch the Nolan movies. The Nolan movies are bat what if Batman was in real life? Yeah. Which There's is no why this, why no one cares about it still. People say they love it but they don't care. No. I don't I they are not that great. They're not that great and I I will stand by that. They're they're great movies. But they're not my Batman. They're not like, Batman. I want the animated series, like the the thing I wanted from this movie more than anything. I knew Pattinson was going to kill it because he I is didn't. an interactor. <laughs> who is everybody kept saying Twilight? I'm like, dude, somebody go he's watch other the stuff. Lighthouse. Like he's he's been doing good stuff, but like Harry Potter. Matt Matt Reeves is is you know is a great storyteller, but the one thing that he said that I knew I was like, Oh man, he said, I'm taking inspiration from comics, like the long Halloween, not the killing joke, the long Halloween stories that are like really popular, but not as popular as the main ones. And he said, a noir detective 
film. And that's what when they I gave watch us. the animated series. I want my Batman is set in a noir style universe and world because that's personally what I love. Yeah. I love neon and noir and all those dark, you know, 40s type elements. This movie gave that to me in a modern sense, but it didn't take me out of it. So when people say like they're all like Matt Reeves said, he wants to explore with Mr. Freeze and the second the sequel. But that brings a, an element of of fantasy that he doesn't know how he would tell that story. And people are throwing a fit because they're like, well, that wouldn't be real. And I'm like, Batman is supposed to be grounded. Yes. But, yeah, ba- like, Batman is the real man in the world of superheroes, so therefore yes. it can't be 100% grounded. Yes, like he literally, I don't care, oh well, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's spoiler, but there's a certain thing that he takes in the movie to, to get up real quick. Oh yeah, oh I forgot about that, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they wouldn't put that in the movie if they weren't making at least a nod to it. They might not be it, but they, they knew what they were doing yeah. when they did that. So, so yeah. So let, let's let's move on from there for for one sec. This is the last thing that I absolutely loved and truly hated at the same time. Um everybody knows I am a comic purist in the fact that if you take a character, it better be that character. Riddler, I think was the character was brilliant. I loved it, but that wasn't the Riddler. That was Zodiac, but they didn't want to use that. This is not, this is some, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to watch Skeeter knows where I want to go with this, but I can't. Um, it was different from the Riddler. Riddler is gotta be jokey. And this wasn't the Riddler. And I thought oh. the, what they did with this character was brilliant, but he is not the Riddler. If you're going to use the Riddler, use the Riddler. This is Zodiac period. And there's not a question about that. Uh, me and Skeeter were talking about this a little bit before. Actually, I want you to hit hit on this real quick, Skeeter. What's your thoughts on the Riddler? Are you are are you okay with it? And then and Griffin as well. I want to find out. Are you okay with this not being the Riddler, even though it's Riddler? You're muted still. He wasn't. He wasn't the. Okay, so he had those creepy elements. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have the haha, like not Joker haha, but the gotcha, the yeah, gotcha. You know that piece that that we come to love about the Riddler. I didn't want Jim Carrey. You know, no, but I wanted something more, like closer to Gorsh. You know, closer to Frank Gorsh. That yeah, give me that 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 Gorsh that 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 question mark popping up in your face the the you know uh, some kind of punch to it this yeah. was just pure evil evil like this this was this was kevin spacey from seven yes absolutely absolutely every every bit of it what's in the box it was <laughs> it was not the it was not the jack-in-the-box riddler that we get it was i mean yeah did we get some riddles come on but it was Zodiac. Uh, yeah. If you're going to use the character, use him right. That's all I ask because that took me out of the film because of it. Okay, Griffin, I think you're going to disagree with me. Go ahead, bud. 
You know me so well. No, I, you know what? If you want, there's a time, there's a, I, there's a, I've learned that, um, there's a time and a place for like everything that like, you know, that, that we, that we want my mm-hmm. Riddler. And the only thing I say is like my Riddler, uh, before I say anything more, um, Gotham has its problems as a show. If there's some parts of that show that are just horrible, um, but the characters, the Riddler in that show is, I don't know if anybody can do it better. Mm-hmm. It, it, may, it might be biased because you spend so much time with him. Growing with him, yeah. He develops, and then by the end, the very last episode, he is riddler to a t like when i think of the riddler in my head i don't think of paul dano's riddler because he is he's the zodiac killer yes but i liked the horror elements in the movie that first shot Mm -hmm. where this character is walking past and he's there and you don't notice him until he walks by like that cinematography is is killer in this movie pun intended but um literally they yeah it it was the zodiac killer with riddles i do like how they unmask him because if they if they wouldn't have done that um but i i like how they unmask his character in the end and he's or well not in not spoilers but He's in the diner, which is in the trailers and stuff. But um, in a way, he reveals himself. Yeah. And I like how he explains. He does the Riddler thing. He explains his plan. He explains his reasoning. Um, Whereas, and I liked the, which a lot of people didn't like. I liked the third act of the movie. I wasn't expecting them to go for that. In in that it, sense yeah. of it went half an hour past where I thought it was gonna go. Yeah. And I'm pleasantly surprised because I'm I'm I like it because it surprised me. Because I'm like, they're not gonna do that. And then they did it. And I was like, Okay. Like, yeah, all, all right, that's that's the cool way to bring it into this like era, I guess. Um it didn't take me out of the movie, but I I wasn't expecting that. But I liked it. I was like, wow, that actually kind of, it makes sense. Um, but this version of the Riddler, I did like, and I passed it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I I like it. Um, yeah. I like Paul Dano. He's a great actor. And I especially liked him in this movie. Um, I liked his sinister, his presence. I liked his presence in the movie. Yeah. I liked how he was yeah. just... He was untouchable until he literally wanted to be. Now, and and I hundred percent agree with everything you said. I yeah. just have issue with them using the Riddler name if it's not going to be the Riddler, right? Right. Because you're you're I, that's not being creative. I think that would have been a killer hush storyline, though. It would have been. That, that would have been dude, cool. Griffin and I are on the same wavelength, and he's two hours away from me right now. But literally, uh, he says hush. Oh yeah, he says it like that's coming. Hush is coming. I'm just saying he's in it. Hashtag not my Riddler. (laughs) 
that's it. And I don't have it. I think the character was played so brilliantly. Yeah. I just, and, and I mean, you, if you talk to me enough, you, I've had this conversation with almost all my friends at some point or the other, I pay homage to the character that, that that's not respecting the character of the Riddler with all these, what, almost a hundred years of history. And you're going to make something that he's never been. You know, and he was he was Zodiac, who, who is a character. You can use that, and there yeah. you can have a lot more leeway because no one knows who that character is much. Yeah, I think that uh, to give the the film and like the storytelling the benefit of the doubt, but I also like hold out hope because I I really want a there's a scene in the end which a lot of people didn't like. It didn't need to be in the movie, and it that's didn't. me saying that. I know just, what you're talking about, said, yeah. Who just said, literally, who just said, I want to spend as much time in the world as I can. Here's the difference, though. I like world building, and just because you tease something, it does not have to happen. Take the grain. Yeah. Like, consumers, like, we're so like, oh, that means this. Like, no, it doesn't. It just you got that. He he just wanted to let you know that these characters are here. I would tell you, Dub, like maybe we might get like the Riddler because they're trying to find their identities, you know? Like they're trying to work their way up. Like Penguin's not Penguin yet, or whatever. I mean he is, but he's not. But like what if they are fully developed? And I really hope like that they don't take the approach of like the Dark Knight films or the earlier Batman films where they they have the villain of that movie and then they disappear. They kill them yeah. off or they, they never speak about them again. Or if they do, they comment about it. Like they're afraid to like yeah. do that. I really and, hope I see Paul Dano's Riddler, like whether that be an Arkham or something else. Um, I don't want to see the other character. I'm not going to spoil. Yeah. Uh, I would rather them tease. I don't, I don't want, I don't want no more. It's cool not to cut you off. And I know it's going long, but like a lot of people are like, he's, it's the next one. And I'm sitting here like, no, like I, I just, I like the, I like the fact that there is a character who is in this world. We don't have to question it anymore. And no, I don't want him as any of the the main villains in any of the movies. Give me little teases of him. Yeah. And my brain can do the rest. Yeah. And, and don't like give me that. any more cat. Don't give me, don't give me good Catwoman anymore. Give me some evil Catwoman because she has to right. be both. Otherwise, right. Well, we saw what happened with Hathaway. I mean, it's just yeah. not good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. that we're, we're going to, we're going to cut this discussion yeah. off. So I want to hear your grades and I want to hear, we, we are discussing a little bit, but I want to hear where you place this in the, Batman movie mythos, how high you place it. Um, I I give this an A. And I've only given, I think, one other thing in A ever on this this show. I enjoy this as much as my number two Batman after 89 Batman because, well, for a lot of reasons that I'm not going to get into, but I believe that creativity counts for so much. This was finally creative. Even though I didn't like this Bruce Wayne, I thought this movie was fantastic. Uh, Griffin, what about you? Uh, I liked all the new elements and the risks that they took. I like it 
there's not really anything that I didn't like about the movie. Um, I, uh, an, I give it an A plus. Um, there are problems in, in, in films. I mean, there's no perfect film really, but like this surprisingly pretty close story beats, anything like that. I did not find a lot and I wasn't looking for any, but this movie really, I just hoped like, I just hope that I got the the main top three things that I wanted were noir, detective film, I'll say four, animated series, inspiration, which every Batman, is, except from like the 80s and stuff in the 90s, they want they, they said they took inspiration from the animated series. They did. But just because you put <laughs> Batman in something doesn't mean you took inspiration from the animated series. Yeah. This movie definitely took inspiration in many ways, but and fourth, a lot of people don't like the Bruce Wayne. And what I love is how the movie handles Bruce, and literally Alfred gives it to him the entire time. He's like, "You need to be more, you need to be more productive as Bruce Wayne. You need to be a, a you know, a playboy, thir- you know, yeah. How do you say Thurland?" Yeah. Yeah, you you know what I'm trying to say. Confirmed bachelor, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to be that. And he's like, no. And what I love, people are like, oh, he's emo. He wants to be Batman. He is Batman. He hasn't figured out how to make Bruce the mask yet. Yeah. But he knows that it is the mask. He just doesn't know what to do and, with it. And he I will say this. About it. If the next movie comes out and they fix it, and that's because that's what happens. Yeah. Cool. I will say I was wrong, but as of now, I'm not. <laughs> no, yeah. If if they never address that, but I do like how a lot of people said, "Oh, I wanted more Bruce Wayne." Bruce Wayne's boring. He's the same in everything. He's the Playboy dude who's got a bunch of chicks. He's rich. It's been done all the time. I'm glad we got Batman. Eighty nine percent of the movie. He was there all the time, and I love that because to I me, don't he's want Batman. Kurt Cobain. I don't want Kurt Cobain as my Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like he's literally like it's not like Spider Man where it's fifty fifty. Like you know, he struggles being Peter Parker, and then he yeah. struggles being Spider Man, and he can't do it. Batman is he is Batman, and Bruce Wayne is his alter. Like yeah. it's his is his mask. So I loved it. I enjoyed it. I give it an A+. It, I finally have a favorite Batman movie. Um, it, where I place it, it's right there with Mask of the Phantasm. I watched it right before. I was like, man, I don't want to watch this movie after the Batman. because, But I didn't want to watch it before because I'm like, I don't want to disappoint myself. Thankfully, it didn't. It, they're two Fair. totally different feelings and vibes, and I love them both. They they both sit at the top for me, but um, they're way above the Nolan movies, which I don't hate. I think they're great films. They're just not. They're not. They're overrated. They're not my favorite Batman films. They are overrated. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Skeeter, what about you, bud? So this was an A all day for me. Um, I'm sitting uh, on the screen next to the guy that I watched 89 Batman with for the very first time yep. ever in history. Oh, that is so um, cool. So, uh, yeah. Um, wow. It is my number two 
to 89 Batman. Um, That's so cool. Uh, you want to make it that much better for me? Push this thing about 20 years ahead in time for Pattinson. And give Kevin Conroy the cowl, please. Uh, just do it. <laughs> for fun. Just for a minute. Just, just for a minute. Just, just for a second. Not make him evil. Cameo. Not make him evil. And just, oh, make me happy. But uh, no, this movie was well written. It was noir, which is one of my favorite things ever. I mean, we were just, we were missing the, uh, you know, the sign on the door and the smoky room with the detective sitting behind the desk. There she was, you know, that kind of a storyline. Yeah. <laughs> but I enjoyed the penguin. I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed the ice house and how they used all of the tools uh, to put it all together. Um, and just, and the way the Batman just whooped everyone. He didn't yeah. use, you know, spectacular toys and, you know, all of those things that we got in 89. but he he used his ability to to just whoop and that's what he did he made it fun the twins at the door oh my gosh yes was that was one of my most favorite parts every time so i just this was a great movie uh i can't wait for what is april 14th or whatever or april 6th that it comes out on hbo yes Uh, i'll be watching it it again Oh, nice. Yes, that that got leaked out. So uh, you heard heard it here, folks. Middle of April, you're going to get to watch Batman if you haven't watched it yet. You need to watch it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. With that being said, that was a show. Thank you, Skeeter. Thank you, Griffin. Oh, my gosh. This was such a fun experience. Um, Go watch it if you haven't watched it. Until next time, go to the website, www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use the column we paid extra for it. Go see us at Comic-Con on June uh, 17th, 18th, and 19th. And until next time, keep on geeking, guys. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeartGeek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.